You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 46 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report, which is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, reporting, and managing all things social, basically. You can try them out for free for 30 days, so no commitments. Uh, click the link in the show notes, or you can go to socialreport.com and get your free trial. Let me know if you try it, too. D- send me a DM on Instagram. I'm really curious to know if you try it out. So, so today's guest is Alexa Taylor. Alexa Taylor is the designer behind Alexa B Creative Design, which is a graphic design studio for entrepreneurs who want to confidently take their business to the next level. In this episode, we talk all about what branding is, how to showcase your work on social media, the importance of spending time to really build those connections, and so much more. So we'll get to the interview in a moment. But first, a bit of news. Uh, next episode will be the one-year anniversary episode. I'm really excited for that episode. It's going to be a juicy one, so stay tuned for that. Also, this week in the Savvy Social School, I've got a new training that's launching. So this is a live interactive training, and it's all about how to launch your podcast, product, or service on social media. I know you're working so hard on creating your thing, and maybe now it's time for the world to see it. So this live training session will really teach you how to prepare for your launch, the most important content pieces you need to support your launch, the key factors that determine a successful launch, and so much more. So it's all about launches, and I'll give you the social media launch plan PDF along with this training. So it's free, included in the school. All you have to do is join. And for those of you who are listening right now, you can use the code SAVVY, that's S-A-V-V-Y, V as in Victor, so SAVVY for 50% off your first month. So months are usually $37 a month. So the first month you get half off half the price. Crazy deal. So make sure you join us before May 30th to participate in the live training. It's happening at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, And you can sign up by clicking the link in the show notes. And I really hope to see you there. This is going to be a great training. Um, For those of you who are listening after the training, the recording will be forever in the vault. So you can definitely still participate um, by joining in and watching the replay. And we do trainings like this every single month. So definitely check out the Savvy Social School it will be so worth it. I've actually been told that the price should be higher. So I'm considering raising the price because we give a lot of value in there. Okay, let's just dive right into this interview. Hey, Alexa, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you today, uh, mostly because I'm just personally want to pick your brain, but I also think that... um, we have a lot of interesting topics to cover based on what you do. So let's just start right at the beginning. How did you get started with your business? Yeah, so I kind of fell into it, honestly. Um, I had done all the things that you're supposed to do. I was working a nine to five job and I just wasn't happy. Um, so I started freelancing for another designer on the side. And then eventually the stars just kind of aligned with some things in my personal life. And I just totally took the leap and started my business. Um, Looking back, I was totally naive about the whole thing. Like, I 
didn't really think about it too much, um, which I guess was kind of a good thing, but um, it really just felt right and it was the right time. And um, I'm a person who loves being challenged and I wasn't being challenged at my other job. So it was a good challenge for me and something that I was really excited about. So you already had a background in design when you got started? Yep. I was a professional graphic designer. So. Okay. How would you describe your style? Because I know some graphic designers have like very specific, sp particular styles or ways that they like to work. Do you have anything particular like that? Um, I think my style is pretty much just clean, not necessarily minimal, um, but just really clean, like organized. It's kind of how my brain works. So I guess it's just kind of comes out that way. Um, but at the same time, I like to use like a lot of colors or different patterns and textures. So yeah. Yeah, I really like that clean style too. I think it's definitely on trend right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about who you work with. Like what kinds of clients do you serve in the graphic design space? Because I know that can be, uh, graphic design can be a broad term. So uh, let tell us a little bit about what your clients are like and who you work with. Yeah, so I work mostly with creative and service-based business owners. Um, more often than not, they're women, but... I'm not necessarily exclusive. Um, and primarily my clients are focused on kind of elevating their business. So um, maybe they have a brand and it's not really aligning with where they want to go. Um, so we'll work in that capacity or if they have um, something new that they're offering, like a course or a podcast. I've even worked with clients who have been writing books. Um, and we work together to kind of build the marketing and the sales around that. Um, and brand whatever their specific offering is. So that's pretty much the main focus is just clients who want to elevate their own business. Yeah, I think that is so important because oftentimes as business owners, we're starting out maybe doing a DIY, and then at some point we need an expert to come in and clean it up. So it sounds like you're doing good work there. Yes. <laughs> it's, I like it too because especially after you've had a couple of years in business, you have a clear vision of, kind of where you're going and who you want to be as a business owner. Um, so it's, it has a little bit more direction and it's kind of fun to work with that. Yeah, for sure. So we have a lot of podcasters who listen to the show and who are some of my clients. Um, so let's say a podcaster approaches you and they want to launch their podcast and they need help with the branding. What's some of the things that you do to help them get started with that? Yeah. So Pretty much the first thing that we'll do is we'll look at their existing business because um, really what we want to focus on is kind of drawing a connection between the podcast, the new venture, um, and what they're already doing. So is this for your existing audience? Is it for a different audience? Um, is this going to kind of bring listeners back to your business um, and kind of looking at drawing that connection? Um, from there, we take that kind of information and we really focus on branding it because even if it is kind of the, it falls under the umbrella of your business, it is kind of its own thing at the same time. Um, and you want to really kind of treat it as such. So you want some level of familiarity, but also, oh, what's this new and exciting thing that you have um, to really catch attention? Um, so we really just focus on those two things. And from there, it kind of just, you know, transforms into something totally whatever you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. 
So tell me a little bit more about branding, because I feel like it's this buzzword, and I want to kind of define it for those listening. So what is branding? Yeah, so branding, for one, is not your logo. (laughs) Um, Your visual aspects are a part of it, but your brand is really kind of setting the stage for your audience or your clients um, and telling them who you are and what they can expect from you as a business. Um, so your copy is a part of that. Your logo is a part of that. Um, how you are on marketing platforms and social media is a part of your brand. Even everything down to the emails that you send and the way that you use your voice and your tone is a part of branding that broad term. Um, which it is, there is a lot of misconceptions about it because people think, oh, you know, I have a logo, I have a brand, or I even have a website, I have a brand, but there's so much more to branding than just those things that you see online. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say branding, just to add to that, is um, how other people perceive you. So it's not just the logo. It's kind of like their entire experience with you. Would you totally. say that's true? Yeah. If you think about like if you are a product-based business, um, think about if someone were to come into a store with your products, how would that make them feel? If they ordered your products online, how do they show up at their doorstep all of that, that's a part of your brand too. So it is really the full client experience and everything about your business. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about social media and how you use social media to build your business. Yeah, so social media is a great tool for me, especially since everything I do is pretty visual. Um, I use social media to kind of share my work, share my client stories, Um, and connect with people who might have questions about branding or design um, and kind of share my expertise with them. I love that. So when it comes to kind of creating a social media post, um, you use it as a tool to showcase what you're doing, essentially. I think that's such a powerful way to share it without being, you know, so like, um, look at me, look at me. But but in in a sense, it's like, here's what I'm doing, you know? Yeah, I try to do that in my captions too. Like say, if I designed a logo for a client, I'll, the picture will be the logo, but then in my caption, I'll go into, okay, so why does this logo work for this business? And kind of give a backstory and make it a little bit more than just, oh, that's pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, adding more depth to it and why it is. I like that. So when it comes to a platform like Instagram, for instance, a lot of people have been asking me about curated feeds. And personally, I've been playing around with it. I think you still get value whether it's curated or not, as long as it's branded. And we talked about branding. Um, But I know that a lot of people want to have like that curated look, like everything goes together. So um, what does that mean for you to have a curated look? And what are some of the things you do with your clients to achieve that kind of cohesive look yeah so kind of as you mentioned it all really does start with branding Um, you want to have an established style or elements that you're incorporating like fonts and colors um, and then using those to create some level of consistency and cohesiveness Um, it's also about being intentional like just because you have these brand elements in place doesn't mean you can totally go haywire or just kind of switch things up all the time, but it also doesn't mean it needs to be static and never changing. Um, so it's just kind of creating something that's interesting and compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is that is true for um, kind of like you mentioned, when someone walks into your store, you want them to look 
like look and feel a certain way. It's the same thing with a platform like Instagram. The first time they look at your profile, and usually that's only new people looking at your profile, you want them to like feel something from that and having that curated feed can definitely do that. Um, so when it comes to designing social media posts for your clients, what's your approach for putting everything together? Yeah, so kind of like I was mentioning, like there's this misconception that you're applying your brand to your social media. It needs to be the exact same all the time. Um, but that's not necessarily the case. You want to use those elements kind of consistently, but you know, still have some creative freedom and build on that and really reflect your style with what you're posting. Definitely. So let's say you're sitting down to um, put a post together. How do you know which elements to use kind of that maybe your branding person gave you or the, the branding that you've designed? How do you decide how to put things together? Yeah, as a designer, I really like to think about kind of the message that my client is trying to convey. Um, and again, it goes back to those captions. So really, what is the meaning and the purpose behind this post? Um, are we sharing something that's, you know, a story? Are we sharing some sort of tip or expertise? Um, and how can we kind of show that visually and then tie the words together? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. It almost sounds like it's got a bit of intuitiveness to it. Totally, yep. Okay, cool, cool. So when it comes to creating your own social media posts, I know you recently posted a blog post about the strategies that you're kind of focusing in in 2019. So uh, how is that going so far for you? It's been great. <laughs> At the end of last year, I was totally like, I'm never going to get on Instagram ever again. Um, and I felt like I almost had this kind of animosity towards social media, like it was taking up time. Um, I wasn't really enjoying my time that I was online, um, but really shifting my perspective and kind of having a more intentional and personal approach has made all the difference. Um, so what I've been trying to do is really make sure that every post that I'm sharing has a purpose and something specific that I'm trying to do. It's usually trying to share either my own perspective about graphic design or something that most people don't know about branding and design um, and really communicating that. And then on the other end of the spectrum, just talking to people. Like I feel like a lot of business owners get in this trap of posting just to post and leave it. But when you have a conversation, it's actually enjoyable and you meet new people and you learn new things. And so just kind of shifting that perspective has been a big difference maker for me. Oh, yes. That's something that I've been preaching all year long, which is <laughs> we, we need to spend time connecting because I do think that there is a little bit of that burnout. There's a little bit of, you know, like, is this even working? Is it worth it? And it's because we spend our time doing some of the wrong things, like, or spend too much time in one area and we completely neglect the actual social part of social media. And so I really love that you said that you're spending more time connecting because it's so important as business owners to get out there and to find the people who would actually pay for what we do because that's how we live. But it takes a proactive approach. And so I really like um, that you're doing that. So can you tell us a little bit more about what an average day looks like for you when you're taking this proactive approach to social media? Like, what are some of the things that you do? 
Yeah. So for one, I schedule my posts, um, which I know that is a little bit taboo sometimes, but <laughs> no, I love it. I, it works for me. Um, and part of that is because I can be a little bit more thoughtful and intentional than coming up with something on the fly. Um, so I have my post scheduled. I get my little notification on my phone and I post it. And then I try and spend, I usually cap it at about 30 minutes just talking to other people. That's it. I watch other people's stories and reply to them. I'll maybe scroll through my feed a little bit um, and comment on any comment on anything that really resonates with me. Um, and then I try to get off it <laughs> and not spend my whole day on social media because it can get kind of draining. Um, and then maybe at lunch I'll do the same thing, like just kind of comment and interact with other people and maybe once more at the end of the day, but really that's pretty much it. And then the next Friday I'll schedule all my posts for the next week and just kind of repeats again. Um, also with stories, I try and hop on there occasionally throughout the day. Um, if I'm working on something that might be interesting to my followers and my audience, um, or might be a learning point for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like that you said that you schedule your posts because that's also something that I'm teaching inside of the Savvy Social School, which is all about batching so that you're really, like you said, intentional and in crafting content that's thoughtful in the moment, but it frees up your time the rest of the week to be social. So that's a really great strategy and one that I am all for. <laughs> um, so can you tell us a little bit about some of the results that you've seen after implementing this strategy? Yeah, so I've gotten more followers, which is great. Um, and I've also gotten a lot of business. A lot of people have inquired specifically about my business because they might have seen something that they didn't know about or something that resonated with them. Um, so it kind of compels them to reach out. And ultimately, that's kind of what I view social media for. I'm not posting just to post, but it's really to market and grow my business. So definitely been positive results. Fantastic. So can you share with us what your Instagram handle is? And I'll put it in the show notes as well. Yes, it's Alexa BC Design. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. Definitely check out Alexa so you can follow on her strategy and see it in action for yourself. Um, so thank you so much, Alexa. Where else can we find you online? Yeah, my website is www.alexabcdesign.com. And I'm also on Facebook and Pinterest with the same handle. So you can find me there. Awesome. This has been great chatting with you. Thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.